Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. Each episode, we discuss a different photography subject. With my co-host Terry, we just try to make sense of some of the things we love about photography and some of the things that we don't love as much. Come join us. Welcome to this edition of Photo Mission Focus. Um, today, Terry and I are talking about are you a photographer doing business or a business doing photography? Great question. <laughs> I think it's one every photographer struggles with. And I know we've yeah. had lots of photographers on who have all said, I wish I knew more about the business before yeah. I started. Like I really need to understand the business side of it. Uh-huh. I know the photography bit, but I don't know the business. Yeah. So really, if you've got a business and you're doing photography, you're really a business person That's first. right. And your product is photography. That's right. And it's really hard to, to understand that and see what those roles are, I guess, as well when you're running your photographic business. I think people struggle with it because what happens is people will spend time going out, honing their skills as a photographer so they mm-hmm. can become very proficient at taking images. Mm-hmm. You know, they're getting the composition right, they're getting the exposures right. Um, they're doing all those things really well. The part they're not doing really well is that maybe the the business structure isn't a very good structure. Yeah. So it could come that that mean they might be paying too much tax. Yes. Or they could be um, not claiming stuff that they could claim potentially on their tax because they haven't got the structure and they haven't set it up and they they're not really thinking about business. Like, oh well, if I charge yeah um a hundred bucks and go and do this yes I've made a hundred bucks but they forgot that they've out of the hundred dollars got to pay fuel in the car yes. Servicing. The servicing, insurance, all those types of things. So yeah. so out of that 100 bucks, what actually might be theirs at the end of it is $10. It's, yeah, you're so right. When you do your breakdown yes, and you realise how little you have made because you've put your business hat on yes. instead of your photography hat, it is soul-destroying. It, it, Absolutely well, it soul-destroying. It's, it's funny. It's a subject I know a bit about because my... my um, Credentials are in business management. That's what I actually studied yeah. when I left school. So, and it's interesting because I actually wrote a wrote a um, a one day business course for photographers nice. aimed at photographers because yeah. I realised photographers struggled with it. Yes. Um, but you know, you need to understand some basic principles. Like you need to get the structure right. Yes. So you need to work out whether so you're a, you're a sole trader. Yes. You're in a partnership. Yes. You've got a some type of company structure. Mm-hmm. You need to sort out your business name as well. Because, right. because, you know, your business name is the foundation yeah. of your business. And, yeah. and if your business is really uber successful and you grow it. You could potentially sell that. You could potentially yeah. sell it. So sometimes you've got to think about how you name your business. That's right. And whether there's, you know, and the other thing I always talk about when, you know, talking business to people is it's always good to have an exit strategy. Yes. So it's it's basically knowing so you get to a point in your life where you want to stop doing what you're doing. Yes. But you've built up a network of clients. It might be you've been shooting all this real estate or mm-hmm. you've been shooting some, you know, some for a fashion label. Yep. So you've got you've got these contacts. Yeah. So these people pick up the phone and ring you and say, Hey Terry, I'm having this, I need photographs um, of this conference. Can you come and shoot it? And you go, Yep, no problem, I'll get it done for you. Yeah. So those those things are all worth something. Yes. So there's something that you can sell. But you've got to understand how you're gonna actually Make that a tangible. Make that a tangible thing that you can pass on. Yeah. I mean, the other thing too is the costing. Costing is so critical in business. Oh, you need so, to so. 
you need to understand what your break-even point is. Yeah. A lot of people, okay, break-even point, what's that? So basically your break-even point is how much money do you need to come in just to cover your fixed expenses? Yes. So your fixed expenses are things like your, if you're renting a premises, that's your yes. rent. Um, if you're leasing gear, mm-hmm. you know, your lease payments, things like insurance. Yes. Um, your budget because you have to maintain stuff. So yep. you sense a clean. Um, putting money away for tax. Putting money away for tax. Yeah, your GST. Yes. Um, do I need to be registered for GST? Am I making enough? Understanding, yeah. and again, your structure is very important. Yes. It's pointless like, it's pointless setting yourself up a like a company where you're going to pay 30% tax on every dollar. When you're not really doing when you're yeah. When you're making $20,000 a year in your yeah. business in your first year because mm, you, on your first 18600 you don't pay any tax. Yeah. So yeah. You're, if you had a proprietary limited business and you made 20000 you pay 30 cents. <laughs> don't do it, people. So you need to go and get that, you need to go and get that advice. So you need yeah. to go and talk to an accountant, talk about that, and like I said, get, your structure correct, then you need to work out how you're going to price it. Like that's right. You know how how do I price it? What yeah, and what and understand what your costs are. Yes, and you can actually do a really simple thing where you can actually go down and just get a piece of paper and write down all the expenses. So these are things that you know for, for the business side of it. Yes, you know you don't put on there. You, yeah, your alcohol, your groceries. <laughs> sometimes alcohol could be could be important. Entertainment, entertainment expenses. <laughs> um, but the things that you need, so they would they would be, you know, if, so if you if you get your sensor clean once a year, you know how much that basically costs. So that's thing, and then oh, basically yeah. then break them down into a weekly. So once you've got a list of all these things, divide it by fifty two, and then you know every week you need to have that money. At you need least. to have this amount of money. Yeah. To cover off these things. So then you go, well, okay, I need to make this week, I need to make X amount. The other thing which people fall into, particularly with um, understanding their business, is it business or I'm a photographer, where it fits in, is don't micromanage your finance. Don't look at what you made this week. Ah, I made no money this week. Look, I had my expenses. I worked at my break even and it was, mm-hmm. I needed $200 to break even and this week I made 150 doesn't matter. You can recover that. Because what you look at, you're better off actually looking at a monthly turnover. That's so you're better right. off what you've looked, you've turned over in a month. Mm. Because quite often, flow of business is the next week you'll get a job and you'll pull in 500 bucks from that job. Yeah. So you've got to look at it on a monthly thing. Yeah. So some people do get kind of caught up in the nitty gritty micro detail. Yes. So you do need to kind of expand that out and actually yeah. make it over a, a slightly longer that's right. And I think it's, it's really important as well in business, especially when you are concentrating on, on the bottom line, the bottom the bottom line figure, Yes, is anticipating when you're going to have low points in your business and compensating for that. So yes. it might be you start generating work now for in two months' time. Yes. So it might mean um, you need to spike your marketing or your advertising or you need and to you consider look, other avenues. Or, and some of, your, some of your business can be seasonal. Absolutely. So you need to understand though when when you need to be promoting. Yeah. Um, the the work hasn't quite come. So you know, yeah, one of the, one of the popular things is, and there's quite a few photographers do the Christmas shoots. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so they're a bit of a theme, maybe. Yeah. It's, you know, Christmas. Which Christmas, you can actually pull in quite a few jobs. Yes. So, but you can start planning that. That's right. Well before Christmas, it's no good thinking about it. Get to November. It's now, you know, the end of November and you're, oh, my, 
God. I've got nothing know, coming in. Got nothing coming in. Yep. You should have been planning those Christmas shoots and, and putting the feelers out saying, hey, I'm doing Christmas shoots. So from the 1st of December to the 14th of December, I'm shooting and you'll have those pictures edited and returned to before Christmas. Absolutely. Gosh. But, but you need to be doing that, promoting that earlier. Yeah. So you need to plan these things. So, yep. so one of the other things is it's really important to have a planner when, in business is to plan these things out. Mm. And it can be just as simple as writing on a calendar. I mean, these days most people got electronic devices like your, you know, scheduler and your phone where you can put things in your calendar. Yeah. So it's a really easy way because it'll remind you too. So you can start putting in these little trip points where yeah. things need to happen. Yeah. So so you're not relying on your memory, but you've written it down. Um, if some people like still like the old pen and paper. And you can do both, you know. Yeah, having yeah. A note, I use having many a note, different. Having a notebook forms. and a biro is so really good. handy just to take some details down and put it on paper. And it's funny because when you commit stuff to paper in a business, it kind of takes on another meaning. It definitely does. I did myself a plan today for the next two days yes. because I know I'm taking a break in a week's time. Yep. So, so I need to get out all, all these of things, my work done. To work out things that you need to yeah. have completed yes. by these particular time points so you can actually be ready to do the break yeah and i've also thankfully got work to come home to after that break because i have been forward planning as you say for the for the upcoming weeks yep yeah so that things aren't too quiet one of the other areas that photographers struggle with with the business or you know my in in my business person i'm my photographer what am i communication communication is 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 can make or break your business. Absolutely. So communication that's having clear, concise, you know, communication with your client, you really need – and people go, oh, but, you know, they should have understood that I was going to do that. You know what? You really have to spell it out. That's right. That's you have to right. be very clear and precise. Yeah. So you've got, to, you've got to actually write it down, sit it there, come back and read it a few times, get something else right, and you say, do you understand what I'm saying? They go, oh, no, not really. It's not. Yeah, you need I've heard very clear. so many people say after they've been speaking with a client or or just in passing, they're like, I don't understand why they didn't understand what I was saying. And yes. it's because you didn't explain it properly. There's, there's a couple of different things. There's, there's a thing called you know, the passive listening. Yes. And it's very important in business. When you're sitting down for a client, let the client talk and let the client tell you and you just listen. Yeah. So you don't you don't ask you don't throw stuff. Oh, you know, did you hear that I I got this award for this and <laughs> they're like, yeah, that see my gold plated like a camera <laughs> sport. Yeah, what you do is you just listen to that person. So you listen and you try and take as much down and take notes. Like just be taking some notes as they're doing, and then once they've kind of told you everything um, they need to tell you, you can start then pulling apart those points, saying, well. Yes, we do offer that as a part of our service, but we can't do this. Yeah. Um, is that going to affect what you're doing? But you know, what I'm thinking is we had a client who wanted something similar. We couldn't do it, but we did this. What do you think of that? Yeah, you can win people over with and those. They go, oh, yeah. that's a good idea. I didn't think of that. Because yeah. you know, sometimes people have an idea of what they want, but it's not set in concrete. Yeah. But it's your job as the business person to be able to, to, to get that information and then be able to talk about it and reinforce it yeah, and clarify that's what they want. Because at the end of the day, you don't want to have to go off and do a job then come back and they go, 
this is nothing like life. Not what I wanted. Not yeah. what I wanted. You totally yeah. missed it. So it's important to have stuff written down. So basically um, having a formal contract, yes. having something in writing. Yes. Um, and it's, it's, it's good for people to say, okay, so once they've done, they've agreed, if you flick an email, okay, so you, you've agreed it's 1500 bucks. I'm going to come and shoot your engagement and I'm going to be there for two hours and I'm going to give you 30 images. That's good? Yes. So yeah. you kind of summarise it yeah. because there might be a whole lot of other detail in that email and we're all guilty of it where we read stuff but we just miss it. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's an exercise I kind of do if I'm teaching people businesses about communication and it's about reading stuff and I've got, a, I've got an exercise that people actually um, give them something to read and tell them there's actually you've got a time limit and you need to follow it through. And the the very first thing at the top of the page is says, before proceeding, read everything on this page. People will just start filling in bits. And when you get to the very last question, it says, actually, you don't have to do a thing because <laughs> because you've done you've done what I asked you to do. Yeah. The very first sentence was, before completing this form, read everything on this page. Yeah. And these people will jump ahead. Yes. So you've got to be... Think about that's what your client might do. Yes. So you've got to make it so clear. Simple, clear, and easy. And it's, it's clear in your head what you're trying yeah. to do. It's not always clear in their head. And if they get it wrong, it's not their fault. No. It's probably your fault. And sometimes people are just not, they're not email people. They don't necessarily read the emails. And email, emails can be mis, the language, you know, if we. They we, can be misconstrued. We're they? having a conversation. Yeah. I can see your face. Mm-hmm. So if I say something that upsets you. You'd be able to tell. I'm going to yeah. read your body language and say, oh, do you tear it? I've just upset you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> but when you're, when you're doing an email or a text. Um, on a phone, you can get some sense, but you don't always get a sense. You don't yeah. get, always get it, but you do pick up some yeah. cues. You know, people's voice will drop or, or something, or they, they'll become a bit more distant on the phone. But in emails and, e- and and text, it becomes quite difficult. So you have to be an effective communicator to be good in business. So you have to That's be right. able to um, make sure that the other person is completely on the same page as what you're on yes. before you close the conversation. Yes, exactly. Otherwise, you could both go away with two different ideas. You thought I said bring chocolate cake, and I said, "Can you bring an orange cake?" Yeah, <laughs> very different. <laughs> and then I'd you be walk, upset and you, if and then if, you come off a damn date cake. If someone had bought a date cake <laughs> when I asked for chocolate, I'd be pretty upset. <laughs> exactly. So it's really important to understand that that relationship. Yes, you're a photographer, but and yeah. you're making money from it, but you're a business person first. Yeah. So you have to think about the business side of it. And how you do that. Which can be really, really challenging, especially when you're a creative. It is. It is yeah. because quite often it's it's difficult. So, But the thing is, one thing you do with it, and we did talk about some stuff about in an earlier podcast, but some parts you, you need to outsource. So you yeah. need to work out what your strengths are. Yes. So you need to write yourself a list of what your strengths and what your weaknesses are. So do a SWOT analysis. A SWOT yes. analysis, exactly. <laughs> So what you can do, sometimes you can identify there's some things there that you can actually go off and go, you know what, I can go off and tafer doing a six-week course and I can actually lift my my um, ability there. Yeah. So some things you might be to by extra training or whatever and others you go, look, clearly I, I'm never going to be able to do that. Yeah. So then you're going to go and look for an outsourcing 
um, thing. And thing, and one of the things, and first thing, in every business, you look at every business out there, every successful business, they don't do everything themselves. No, they have an accountant. They have an accountant. They have lawyers. They have all these yeah. other people. They have marketing people. Yes. They use an advertising agency. Yes. Do you think they do it because they just want to spend money? No, they're doing it it's because... A proven, it's a yeah. proven way to build a business is to have these bring experts in. So you want you want the best people doing these things for you. Yeah. Um, and sometimes, like I said, that is you've got to go and find those people. Yeah. Um, sometimes and that's not going to be you. And sometimes the, the, the challenge is... In business, sometimes people will go. You'll have, you know, the the um, you might have a an auntie goes, oh, Terry, I'm really good at, you know, um, doing this. I can do that for you. <laughs> and you can Love say, it. oh, thanks, Harley Loris. That's really great. But you know, <laughs> I might just uh, might get someone else. Thanks. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, you know, it's better not to use family. Yes. Because then it, that that creates another challenge in business. Yeah. You know, there's there's that old thing about you know there's no friends in business, and if you mix family in there, that become can become a very difficult thing. Even sometimes it's quite difficult for partners to work together. Yeah, I kind of agree with that, and I think sometimes it's, it can be quite can be almost dangerous to work with friends. Yes, and friends working with friends that is a very that is a slippery slope. Yeah, it's a very slippery slope. Um, but it's it's kind of because sometimes people want to stretch the boundaries. If you if you bring in a person who's not a friend, and you're contracting them to do something, you can set the boundaries and say yes, you will exactly. deli- you you need to have this done by this date. Yeah. Um. You need to do it in this particular way, and um. That's the end of the story. Yeah, because you're paying you're you're, you're essentially paying for, paying for a service. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's that's it's business. It's it's business, not a charity. Yes. Yes, and I think the thing yeah. is, photographers. Challenge, the challenge for photographers are photographers are the main part creatives. Yes. And creatives and the business world are very foreign to each other. But you do have to actually, you have to step into that world. You have to have some understanding of the processes. You have to understand systems. And that's the other thing. If you're building a business, you need to put systems in place. And that's a part of the exit strategy. So you've you've got to run your business like... Think about it this way. Terry, you're going to sell your business tomorrow. Someone's going to walk up and say, Terry, I'm buying your business. And you go, oh, wow, fantastic. Oh, there's so many things I need to tell them about my business. Where, yeah. Where's that information? Is it written down somewhere? Thankfully, I have a database. Yes. Yeah. That's so, a business cost that I have. Yeah. So yeah. so the other thing what you can actually do for your business is write yourself a, a procedural manual. Which I've written those in the past. Yes. I've written work procedures for a a business partnership that I participated in yes. several years ago and that was the first, the very first project that we, we kind of actually started together. We started to write a work procedure. Yes, and it's very important. So, And, and in that, and you talked about, I think you talked about um, earlier, and I don't know if it was on this podcast, but about, about a, um, a couple of photographers you know who both shoot Yeah. and one goes off and does the admin side. And the other one does the editing side. Editing side of yeah. it. Yeah. So they've both got some strengths in a different area away from photography and they've mm-hmm. identified that. Mm-hmm. That can work really well. Mm-hmm. But what it's good there is to have a clear understanding so you've actually, you know, documented yes. that you'll do the editing, you'll do the admin. So what's yeah. that mean? I didn't I didn't think I had to pay people 
Yeah, it it can be. Is that be, a part of admin? It's it's definitely a part of admin. I I actually paid someone not so long ago to do some admin for me. I paid them twenty hours of admin to do to help me develop a a little uh, presentation that I was doing. Yep. And a bit of a course, and there was so much value in that. Yes, and I think so that's, much value. And that's the point. You start to understand when you turn the corner as a photographer, when you start becoming a business person. Mm-hmm. You start making decisions like that. Yes. And that's a business decision. Yes. And like I said, if you look at all businesses that are successful. They do that. They do that. The, yes. old, the old adage is, you know, money makes money. So if you spend some money, usually you're going to get something back. Yes. If you, you do it you, correctly. If you do it correctly. <laughs> You've done frivolous. <laughs> so all of those decisions to outsource really need to be well thought out. You need to research. You need to understand why you're doing it, why you're outsourcing, um, and you need to understand that, that that it is it's an investment in your business. It is. It is, and it's really the part I can't stress hard enough is if you're a photographer and you're getting paid for it, you need to come to that point as quick as you can that you're running a business. Yes. This is a business you're running. Yes. As much as people shy away from some of the business aspects of it and it uh-huh. is quite boring. Um, you know, sometimes, you know, doing a BAS statement, so you're running a business, you know, I don't have time to do the BAS. I pay someone to do the BAS statement. Yeah. I used to do the BAS statement when, when GST first came out. I, spent, I was spending all this time outside of my business hours. That's right, yeah. Doing well, it. you could be spending time with your family. Yes. And yeah. then what happened was, you know, then you've, You've been up late, so you get up the next morning, you're cranky because you didn't get enough sleep. Exhausted. And then you get out on the job and you make a mistake and, you know, yeah. and, and it's counterproductive. That's right. So you're actually better off to pay somebody who knows what they're doing, who can knock it out quickly. Yeah. The same reasons a client would book a professional photographer to yes. come and take the photos because you'll come and knock those photos out and they'll That's look right. amazing. That's right. Um, it's the same, same yeah. deal. Yeah, and, and I think we're also kind of almost tentering on those out there that are running their business as a hobby. The same rules apply. Same rules apply. Same rules apply. So you can run – a lot of people have the thing, you know, there's, there's a thing at the moment called the, called the side gig. So a lot of people have these side gigs mm-hmm. where they just make a bit of money on the side. Yeah. And a lot of photographers start out that way. So yeah. photography is a side gig. They work a nine-to-five job. They'll go and shoot on the weekend, or, you know, birthday, Give it a go, see if it's a good party. fit. Yeah, and they're making a little bit of money, but if they start treating that as a business and start making business decisions around those things, if they want to transition from their other job into photography, mm. laying that foundation at the start makes it so much easier. Yeah, yeah, and I think this is also it. Also, that's the value in hiring a professional as well. Hiring yes. someone who who not necessarily is a hobbyist. Hiring someone that is a professional because you know that they are running it as a business. Yep. They're treating it like a business. It's not a hobby. It's a serious thing to them. Yep. It's their income. It's their livelihood. And that's another reason to hire them because they are professionals that's in the industry. That's it. And, look, you know, even even things like, I mean, I've had um, photographers on their podcast when they've said they've got a second, they've brought a second shooter in because they've had a big job. And then yep. at the end of it said, send me an invoice. And they get this photograph of this scrawled out thing. You know, five hundred dollars. No, they don't. Yes, yes, yes. So <laughs> that's you just don't do that. No, even you, if I work with models these days, I ask them, "Do you have an ABN?" Yes. 
and then they can invoice me. If they don't have an ABN, it might be the difference between me hiring them or not. Yes. Because it's a claimable That's right. cost to my business. That's right. And, and sometimes, sometimes people don't understand, you know, um, you can't some, – some, excuse me. Sometimes you can't, you can't actually um, hire someone because they don't have yeah. the right credentials or the right – business because it makes it difficult for your business and why using this person? That's right. Why would I use someone that if I can't yeah. make, take, take advantage, not advantage, but be advantageous to my business? That's right. That's right. So, um, and, and chances are that if you do do someone like, oh, yes, I've got an ABN and I'm registered for GST and da-da, you actually know, oh, well, this person actually is... They're taking themselves seriously. They're taking themselves like seriously. Yeah. They've actually they've, they've put that structure in yeah. place. Yeah. Yeah. So look, this has been a, a, a kind of an interesting one. I know it's, it's one that a lot of photographers um, kind of get to the point where they struggle with it. Yeah, so Terry, I think you've got to ask yourself a question. Are you a photographer doing business or a business doing photography? And you've got to get, you've got to really understand that and then start putting into place those things that you need to do. Do the planning, put the structures in place, and then your business will flourish. Like Absolutely, you. I agree. And if you get stuck, get a mentor. Exactly. Yeah. You know, go find someone, go talk, to, yeah. go and get, you know, there's a lot of people will actually give you kind of a bit of help and yeah. that type of stuff. So hope you've enjoyed this episode of Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. Um, if you've got an idea for a subject, drop that in the comments or um, just give us a like and say thanks. Thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks, Terry. Thanks, Steve. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. If you enjoyed the show today, please leave a comment. Or if you have a suggestion for a subject for our next show, also leave that in the comment as well. Thanks for listening.